0: the best stock trading apps for beginners. So what is a stock broker? A stock broker is an entity that facilitates the buying and selling of marketable securities like stocks and exchange-traded funds, which are ETFs. Through a stock broker, you can open a brokerage account, which is a specialized financial account that is designed to hold investments as well as cash. When you want to buy stock in a company, you can't simply call up the company and buy shares, nor can you just walk into your local bank and invest. You'll need a specialized type of account, and that's where the best online stockbroker for beginners come in. So what are the different types of stockbrokers? Stockbrokers. There are two main types of stockbrokers, discount and full service. The cost and level of service you can expect from each type is very different. So if you're looking for the best online stockbrokers, it's important to understand what they are. So the discount broker. A discount broker, also known as an online discount broker, is a company that allows investors to buy and sell investments online. While many discount brokers have valuable features, the actual process of buying and selling stocks is mainly user-generated, meaning that there's not an actual broker who takes and fills clients' orders. Discount brokers are much cheaper than full-service brokers and most actually offer zero-commission stock trading. As we will see in the discussion about cost below, for the vast majority of investors, Especially beginning investors, a discount broker is the best choice. In fact, a list of the best online stock brokers for beginners is exclusively made up of discount brokers. So, the full service broker think of a full service broker as an old style broker. This is a firm that operates out of a physical office where an actual person or stockbroker takes and executes clients, buy and sell orders. In addition, a full service broker might provide personalized investment planning services such as advice on what stocks to buy, tax guidance, and retirement planning help. Think of this as a financial advisor situation. While costs have generally come down over the past few decades, full service brokers are far more expensive than discount brokers. For the most part, full service brokers are best suited to high net worth investors who want a personal level of service when it comes to the management of their investment portfolio. That being said, it's not a bad idea if you're feeling like lost when it comes to investing is to like sit down with a financial advisor, pay them for their time. Don't give them like a percentage or all this other stuff, right? Just pay them for their time to sit with you and have them teach with you, like teach you, On a one-on-one level, like, hey, can you please teach me about investing? Can you please advise me? Just teach me the things that I need to know where I feel like I'm lacking in a knowledge space, right? Because the best way to get rid of fear in anything is to just increase your knowledge about it, right? The more you know something, the less fearful you are of that something, Right. So it's not a bad idea to pay like a couple hundred bucks for like a financial advisor to be like, hey, I'll pay you a couple hundred bucks for like 200 well, for like two hours of your time. And please just sit down with me and teach me the things that I want to learn about. And most of them will probably do that because, you know, it's not a bad pay. Right. And if you do that like every year or every time you have a question and you want to sit down, you could like schedule a time to sit down like, hey, I'm willing to pay you this amount for this amount of time to just teach me, right? Because the best thing to like really get is just the knowledge, right? So how to pick the best brokerage accounts. So there's no perfect broker for everyone, but here are some of the important factors to keep in mind as you're scrolling through our favorite online brokers. The cost structure. Most online brokers don't charge any commissions for online stock trades, but many do have commissions or fees for things like option trading, mutual funds, and other features. The account minimums. Some online brokers have no minimum initial deposit requirement, while others require a certain amount of money to get started, such as $500. So if you want to get started with a relatively small amount of money, and we certainly encourage you to start investing even if you don't have a ton of capital, be sure the online broker you choose can accommodate you. Now, if you pay attention to to the very end of this episode, we listed certain stock trading apps that cost nothing to get started, that you can literally just go on there with any account minimum and just get involved in there. Right. So the best, best accounts for you. As a beginner, and mutual funds, investing in individual stocks isn't right for everyone. So if you plan to invest some or all of your account in mutual funds, be sure that your broker offers a large selection and preferably a large number of no fee choices. Now the features, if all you want to do is occasionally buy and sell stocks, a no froze investing app or platform could be all you need. On the other hand, there are online brokers that offer vast educational resources, access to third-party stock research, live-streamed news, and more. And so if you plan on being a more active investor, some online brokers have more complex trading apps. It's because they make it simple, they make it easy, and they also make it fun. Like they make it interesting, right? So, they designed their app in a way where people actually like going to the app. So, for a starter or like, you know, someone who's just starting to get investing and starting to get, you know, that interest in stock trading or stock market investing, Robinhood is a great app to have, right? But of course, you got to be careful because, yeah, their UI is so good. It in fact sometimes makes people, you know, trade kind of risky. So, just if you invest, in a very conservative, safe way, Robinhood is a perfect app for you. Now, there's also Acorns for the automated investing that is very hands-off. This is basically ideal for a very lazy investor who doesn't even want to bother with anything when it comes to investing and just want to be like, okay, I want a higher-risk investment strategy or a very conservative investment strategy. Right, it's like a very simple way to do it, right? And if you someone who ends up spending a bunch of money every day, for like various reasons, this is a great thing because it could set up in a way where they round up your everyday purchases to the very next dollar. So if you spend, you know, two dollars here, one dollar here, five dollars here every single day, it adds up because that two dollars goes to three dollars, the five dollars goes to six dollars, the one dollar goes to two dollars, right? And it just automatically invests that extra money into your investments. And again, there's a link in the description below as well. Now, if you want to get involved into cryptocurrency, then Coinbase is a very good option. And there's a link in the description for that as well. And the reason why Coinbase is a very good option is because it's basically the largest cryptocurrency platform. It's the like most mainstream cryptocurrency platform. So basically, if you just want to get your foot into the door of cryptocurrency and one of the safest, safest ways possible, then pretty much cryptocurrency, well, the Coinbase is a great option, right? Because it's very simple for you to basically put money into it, invest into cryptocurrency and see what happens, right? But that's only if, you know, you are interested in that. Now the cool thing about all this, same thing with Robinhood, Acorns, and even Coinbase, you can set automated investing what makes things very hands-off, right? So you can technically use all these apps and invest your money and pretty much never look at your accounts and still continuously invest money, right? Like it's something that you could technically just keep doing, put your money into like pretty good investments. They have a track record of you know growing for the past 5, 10, 15 years, 20 years. And you can pretty much live a pretty good life in the future by simply doing that, right? Like all these options, all these apps for starters are like a very easy way to get involved into investing and potentially a very lazy way to get involved into investing and potentially retire in a pretty healthy uh, position. Feel free to become a member, support this in the description of this episode. Check out 40inbox.com to master money, personal finance lessons, personal finance courses. Contact us with your personal finance question or story. And for the whole membership sort of situation, we're going to have personal finance stories, like a whole bunch of them, and they're like keep keep adding more personal finance stories in there to basically kind of like grow that into something like more of like a TV show of personal finance, and feature-packed stock trading platforms. But it's important to stress that there is no one best investment platform for beginners. It depends on your needs and preferences and what you actually plan on doing. So where can you buy stocks? While traditional discount and full service brokers are where most investors go to buy stocks, they're not the only option. Investors are now flush with options of where to buy stocks with mobile money-related apps, now offering a suite of investment services in addition to budgeting and payment tools. So apps such as Acorns and Squares Cash App are great options for buying stocks and managing an array of money needs. Many brokers have also introduced robo-advisor offerings. Now These are different than traditional brokerage accounts in that investors mostly set their portfolio selection on cruise control and let automated algorithms do the stock buying for them instead of individually picking stocks or working with a financial advisor. The result is a low-cost solution that's a great fit for hands-off investors. And A good example of this is actually Acorns, which you could go down below in the description of this episode, because Acorns is such a hands-off way to get involved into investing. Now, there's also typically trading commissions and account minimums. Now, trading commissions and account minimums are largely a thing of the past, especially when it comes to our best brokerage accounts for beginners. So virtually every major online broker has done away with commissions on online stock trades, and most will let you open an account with just a few dollars if you want. However, some still have minimum balance requirements, and others may require a minimum amount of money to utilize certain features, such as margin investing. And while most have no commissions for online stock trades, most brokers do have commissions for trading options and mutual funds, among other things, like some say that you have to pay a little bit more if you want to trade like penny stocks, for example. That means it's worth taking a look at a particular broker's fee schedule before deciding whether to open an account. Now, why commission fees matter? Now, here's why trading commissions are so important. Let's say that your broker charges a $6.99 commission for online stock trades, and you have $1,000 to invest. You want to spread your money across a portfolio of 5 stocks, so to make your initial investments you'll pay nearly $35 in trading commissions. This means that you're effectively starting out with a 3.5% loss in portfolio. Plus, you'll pay another $6.99 every time you add to each one of your stock positions. So if you're planning to build up your portfolio over time, it's not hard to see how this can rob you of thousands of dollars over the years. Because, you know, you want interest to grow your account. So keep in mind the account minimum. Most major online brokers, including all the brokers listed on this page, have no account minimum whatsoever. Now, this historically hasn't been the case. And then also when I even opened up my first brokerage account nearly... Well, this isn't nearly 20 years ago, but with one of the companies on this page, I needed $2,000 just to get started. This is actually the norm, like, not even 10 years ago, right? Like, not even 10 years ago, the minimum was $2,000 for pretty much anything. Like, Scott trade used to be a thing, and that was, like, $1,000, $2,000 minimum, right? It's absolutely nuts. So a low minimum deposit requirement is especially important for beginners or younger investors who may not have a ton of capital available immediately, but want to gradually build their first investment portfolio. As mentioned, all of the favorite online brokers for beginners have no minimum balance requirements to open or maintain a brokerage account, but this isn't necessarily true for all online brokers. So if you're considering one that isn't on this list, this is an important piece of information to find. So what do I need to open a brokerage account? The process for opening a brokerage account is similar to the process for opening a checking or savings account. If you're using an online broker, it should take you about 15 minutes and should involve filling out a few simple forms. To help expedite the process, make sure you have these available. Social security number. Not only is your social security number used for identity verification purposes, but your broker needs this information to prepare your and tax forms. If your account earns interest, receives dividend payments, or you sell investments resulting in a profit or loss, there may be tax implications, but typically this all depends on how much you're actually making from it. Driver's license or other form of ID. If you don't have a driver's license, you can typically use another state-issued ID or a U.S. passport to verify your identity. Now, the funding method, the easiest way to fund a new brokerage account is by an ACH transfer from your bank account. So be sure to have your bank information handy if you plan to use this method. Alternatively, you can mail a check or wire money, and your broker might have other funding options as well. So the best stock trading apps for newbies or starters are, which by the way, is a short list, but it's a very important list, and we'll describe why. So number one, Robinhood for the simplicity and the clean UI. So what we mean by this is that like, by the way, there's a link to this in the description of this episode, right? And you could potentially get you know free stock worth up to $500 by joining it. But the thing to understand about why Robinhood is pretty much one of the best starter